Hi, you're listening to Book Chat with author Vivian E. Moore. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Hello and welcome to Book Chat. I am your host, author Vivian Moore. I hope everyone had a great week and I hope you are having an even better weekend. All right, so with it being the weekend, let's get straight to today's show. Uh, the title of today's show is, I'm not confused, and the topic is mindful writing. Mindful writing sounds like a given, since that's what writers do when they are engaged in the creating process. We place our thinking caps on, and then we go to work. And we're not shooting from the hip, at least I hope not, but putting time and effort into creating a polished piece of art, all right? Um, you know, there are many who don't realize that mindful writing is a whole vibe, okay? And it is a meaningful process that allows authors to cultivate deeper connections, um, you know, with their thoughts, emotions, and ideas, which results in more impactful and authentic writing. Because that's what we want to do as writers. We want to be as authentic as possible. Okay, we want to put a lot of thought into what we are uh, pounding those keys for. Okay, so the reader um, would not only be impressed, but they will love and like what we do, and then they will share it with other readers. Okay, um, so you know we may. <laughs> produce materials like machines, but we are 100% real. Okay. So it's not like we're just, you know, mechanical. We're sitting at the computer and just, like I said, pounding out stories, um, you know, because that would make it seem like it's far easier than what it is because it's not, you know, as I said before, writing is hard. And so, um, and so, and, and that's what we do by being authentic, being 100% real. You know, that's what we do when, when it's done correctly. All right. So it may seem as though um, the whole process has been conducted effortlessly, uh, but hours of thinking and navigation precede the finished product. OK, so what you get in the end is the best of what we got. And besides employing, you know, all of those writing guidelines that, that need to take place, you know, while you're creating those stories, writing those stories. Uh, to present to the readers, we also want to present them with exceptional artistry, okay? And so in, in order for us to do that, we have to employ some other tools, some personal tools. Um, so, you know, it, it will help us as authors um, to become better writers, but also, um, you know, what we are producing is more palatable for the readers, because that's why we do it. We do it for the readers. We want them to read our read our books, and so we have to give them something worth reading. All right. So how do we get there? Well, it's all part of the meaningful process um, that I, that I just mentioned. 
And writing is intentional and it is procedural. It may not seem like it uh, because, you know, you're getting to see the finished product, but it is, okay? There is a method to the madness of creating stories, okay? Uh, For example, one of the tools that writers can employ to, um, to make them stronger, better writers is practicing meditation, okay? It sounds super simple, all right? And it is, all right, but this can help authors to focus, to concentrate and become more self-aware, okay? It allows them to observe their thoughts, to enhance their creativity and improve their ability to stay present while writing. And that's a very important thing um, as writers. You know, you can't let your mind just wander off somewhere because when you come back to what you're doing and when you read it, you got a big old mess on your hands. Okay. You need to stay focused, stay focused on what you're doing, that all of your attention stay focused on that scene or that dialogue, whatever it is you're doing, you need to stay focused. Do not let your mind wander. And, and I'm guilty of that. And I try, that's why I have background noises, uh, because it helps me to focus on what I'm doing. If I can, if I have something in the background going on, I'm not focusing on that. I'm focusing on what I'm doing. But the background noise, it's, it sort of works like a distraction uh, for me to, to help keep me focused. I know it sounds backwards, but it's not. It actually helps me to focus on what I'm doing and not really paying attention to that background noise. All right. Um, and then um, there are other uh, things that you can do as a writer by creating a writing ritual. All right. I'm not talking about witchcraft. All right. Um, but what this does uh, is it allows the author to transition into a mindful state, all right, that we just talked about with staying present, okay? Uh, practicing daily routines like deep breathing, uh, setting intentional goals, or engaging in short mental or physical exercises uh, prepares the author to be better equipped to succeed in accomplishing goals. It works, guys. It does. Because sometimes, you know, after I've just finished a scene or whatever, I get up and stretch. I get up and move. You know, I I have sometimes gotten up and and got on the treadmill, you know, for for a few minutes just to, you know, to to um, to warm up my muscles from sitting, um, you know, to allow my body to readjust and uh, and then to to allow my mind to to just wander for a little bit. okay? because that helps me to think about what I just wrote. And, uh, and to, to visualize how I can make it better. All right. So the third thing we can do is employing your senses. All right. So what do I mean by, what do I mean by that? All right. So, um, how authors connect with others through their writing. Again, it means staying in the moment, being present. All right. Um, and being present at all times, uh, that can help authors to create more vivid, and descriptive writing, all right? We just talked about that. Observing things around them, and you know, you may not think about it, but the, the sights, the sounds, it goes back to that background noise, smells and textures allow them to bring greater detail and authenticity to their work. And it does, because when you incorporate those things that, that, that are just naturally, uh, you know, in the room with you, that are present in the room with you, you incorporate those into your stories. And that places the reader in that same zone, in that same headspace, okay? All right, so number four is stop.
stop the judgment. All right. Everyone knows that people in general are the most critical judges of themselves than others. All right. Uh, and, and don't even try to deny it because you know, you are, you know who you are. All right. Authors constantly critique their work, slowing down the process of productivity when they question every sentence and dialogue. Okay. You don't need to keep going through that. All right. Just write it, just write it and keep going free in your mind isn't just a handy catchphrase, but a deliberate consciousness of paying more attention to the writing process instead of what you write. Okay. I just said something. I hope you caught it. Okay. It may sound tricky, but it's not. And number five is free your mind. All right. Look at step four when in doubt, perhaps you haven't heard of free writing. All right. But it's a technique used by authors who write continuously without censoring the process. All right. Uh, editing comes at the end, not before or during. Remember that. And if you are one of the, one of the authors who do this, you're sabotaging your flow. Don't do that. All right. Let it rip and worry about the mistakes later. Number six, give yourself a break. Right. It's like the finished thoughts and scenes. I get that because you know, I happen to be one of those people. All right. But by all means, complete what you started. All right. Um, but give yourself a break. All right. <laughs> because, you know, I'll just tell you, writing makes me hungry. And when those endorphins kick in, I must feed them. You know, otherwise my brain and body will shut down on me. All right. Bodies need refueling and potty breaks. Remember that also. All right. And number seven, last but not least. Save it until the end. What am I talking about? All right. Well, this is what I'm talking about. Writers love to read the finished product. All right. Uh, and my fellow authors, that's the best time to reflect and make changes. All right. You don't need to, after you finish par after you finish one paragraph to go back and read it. Don't do that. Just move on to the next. Keep it moving. All right. Keep that energy flowing. Keep that, keep the, uh, the scenes flowing, keep the characters engaged, keep your mind engaged. Just keep everything moving. Don't stop to read it. Just keep going. Okay. Cause again, that messes up your flow. All right. And it's, and, and, and if you save it to the end, you know, that's often the time when you become more insightful. I know I do, you know, when I review my work, um, as if I'm the reader, you know, and I do that all the time. You know, once I've finished a book, I will, um, I will let the, uh, let my computer read it to me, you know, and then it's like, Oh, wait a minute. So I should have said this. And, and instead of that, I should have had them do this instead of that. That's the time for reflection when you finished it. All right. So by all means, review your work as if you are the reader, but see it the way they do. And then you will understand why you waited to make adjustments. All right. It's all in the process. It all makes sense. All right. Or at least it will, especially if you, um, you know, if you adhere to some of these, these suggestions, because that's what they are, you know, that I just made. All right. There's seven, seven of them. And, uh, you know, you don't have to use them all. Just pick and choose which ones you want and, and use them. Please feel free to use them. Okay. And, um, because again, like I said, you know, a lot goes into the process of writing. All right. It's not just sitting down at a computer and just writing dialogue. You must tell that story as you're writing that dialogue. Okay. And you tell that story through those characters. 
So there is a process you have to think about. And sometimes it just, it just comes so easily to where, you know, you don't have to think about what that character is going to say next. It's just so natural, especially if you're writing and, uh, and, and you have an, and you have an overall idea of how that story is going to go. It just comes so easily to you. I've had people ask me, well, how do you know what that character is going to say? Well, I created that character and I'm using those characters to tell the story that I'm writing. So of course I know what they're going to say. It's like human reaction. Okay. How we interact in the world with just having conversations with people, you play off what that person said to you, you know, and your mind, your brain, if it works well, it's going to process it. And then you would know what to say next, what comes next. And that's how we do when writing stories. Okay. So it, it may sound scientific. It may sound magical, but really it's not. It's just, it's just logical. All right. It's just logic. That's all it is. But remember, uh, mindful writing is a practice that requires consistent effort and patience. All right. <laughs> I know that's hard. It's easy to say, but sometimes it's hard to do. But uh, I think my Angelou said it best. When we know better, we do better. All right, guys, that's the end of today's show. I hope that you found something from it useful. If not, I keep trying. Just let me know. All right. And please, please, please uh, like and share and follow, if you will. I would appreciate that. Book Chat is available uh, everywhere you listen to podcasts. And, uh, you know, like me on all the social social media share, if you will, I would appreciate it greatly. All right. It means a lot to me. And also telling those how you feel about them also means a lot because tomorrow is not promised. Today may be the only chance you get to say it. So on that note, I love you. I hope you love me back until the next time you hear my voice. God bless you and goodbye. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you. Join us again next time when we will be back with more tips techniques and cheats to achieve the rewards that you deserve thank you so much for your time today and please set your podcatcher so that you never ever miss us bye for now and thanks so much for listening